What's going on, everyone? I'm Paul with my co-host, Anthony LaFerry, and we are Fair Catch Kick, the 15-minute fantasy football podcast. We're here today for a special episode where we're going to go over our approach to daily fantasy football lineup construction specifically for the Saturday-only slate on DraftKings. And let me tell you something. This is the one-stop shop for the edge in DFS. Paul is white hot. He is one of the best in the country right now. Our listeners are making money left and right. You need to be listening to us for the next 15 minutes. Hey, raise your hand if you were all over Deontay Harris last week. Yeah, that guy was. That guy right there. Paul was so good last week. He was a stupid Anthony Miller ejection away from 100 grand. This is the guy we need to be listening to right now. We came in 35th out of 70K in last week's lineups. Um, yeah, the Deontay Harris play was, was a, a good value play. That's kind of where I pride myself for those that haven't watched the show yet. Is I, I like finding the guys, the third string receiver or a, a backup running back or, or tight end that's going to make an impact. We were able to nail that last week with Deontay Harris. Listen for a few more minutes and we'll give you our value plays for this week. Real quick, at FCK Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, please hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Also find us on Apple Podcasts. Anthony, let's hit him with some lineup construction and strategy. Okay, Paul. Well, as the new coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Urban Meyer said, it's a quarterback-driven league. And DFS lineups are quarterback-driven lineups. We got four options for Saturday's slate. Who do you like? All right, let me share my screen really quick and we can go through them all individually. So first and foremost, um, I know Jared Goff's price is attractive versus the others, but Green Bay secondary has been so strong. I don't want to take the risk just to save a little bit of money that Jared Goff has his, one of his dud games. Not worth it to me. Uh, but then we go up to Aaron Rodgers, who has shown that he's pretty much immune to a really good defense. But uh, the Rams' weakness, if we can really call it a weakness, if anything, is against the run game. I see this being um, an Aaron Jones, a little bit of Jamal Williams, a little bit of A.J. Dillon trickled in as the focal point. Rodgers will still put up big numbers or decent numbers, but I don't necessarily think it's worth paying 6900 when I can get one of these two guys for just a little bit more. Uh, when I look at uh, Lamar Jackson, I look at the, his, his rushing ability since J.K. Dobbins has become the primary running back, and his numbers are night and day from what they were the first half of the season. It's, the reason is that linebackers and DBs, when they bring extra men in the box, have to, and because J.K. Dobbins is faster, they have to anticipate where Dobbins is going to be. Lamar catches them more out of position than ever before. Really, really like Lamar this week. Buffalo's defense is the worst uh, run defense of the bunch. I do get that they held uh, Derrick Henry in check last week, but that was mostly a result of stacking eight men in the box so much of the time. Yeah, I'm with you, buddy. I think Lamar is the most attractive option. Uh, I know a lot of people might be into Aaron Rodgers because – you know, we know Aaron Donald is hurt. He may not play, but 
his number one guy, Devontae Adams, is uh, got a little bit of a tough matchup there at cornerback. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to roll with Lamar, pay up a little bit. Um, now, stacks, that's your bread and butter, buddy. What, what stack are you looking at with Lamar? Yeah, there's two stacks worth considering here. The first is Hollywood Brown, whose target share is finally up over the last six weeks. Uh, he's, he's hit him on a few big plays. You know, I, I get that Tredavious White is going to be on him, but uh, Marquise Brown, somewhat like Tyreek Hill, is fairly matchup agnostic. You have to cover his double move, which is where he's deadly. So it's going to be about safety help. A lot of times that safety will have to come down in order to respect the run. And if they find the right way to go about it, uh, Marquise Brown will end up open for a couple big ones as he has the last two weeks. It's just too much to cover. Secondly, I know Mark Andrews hasn't had his monster game. It's a lot of seven catches for 60 yards. I am totally good with you going Mark Andrews stack this week. Um, but I really am just, or, or both, but I am just going to go with Hollywood Brown here. Mm-hmm. Do you think it might be wiser to go with the Andrews stack if you're in a, a 50-50? Oh, good question. Um, if I'm in a 50-50, I'm even considering no stack and just relying on Lamar's rushing ability. Mm-hmm. I would have to think of that within that framework first because mm-hmm. I can, instead of uh, Brown or Andrews, I can look at tight end value or wide receiver value and I can get that from a Josh Allen still throwing. I can get that from, you'll see shortly, there's a couple ways to get value from Green Bay receivers, um, as well as, you know, potentially a Robert Woods or a value player, which I will talk about uh, a little bit later in this episode. Sounds good, Paul. But let's double back to running backs now. Um, you were talking about good matchups there for Green Bay's running backs. Um are you paying up for Aaron Jones or are you looking for, you know, a Jamal Williams action? What do you want to do here, buddy? Yeah. So I saw a fantasy football stat uh, earlier in this week that said on a consistency rating basis, because that is actually a statistic in fantasy football, you know, lack of variation. You have Tyree kill who boomer or three catch sometimes, right. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, sorry, Aaron Jones was the most consistent running back all season long. And so uh, against, a, uh, a, against a Rams defense where, again, good run defense, but not great, that is their weakness. And they'll have to, in order for Green Bay to win, it's going to be a run first package to open things up on the, uh, and get the pass rush away from Aaron Rodgers. So I, I will pay up for Aaron Jones this week. Um, the second guy that I like uh, here is, is I'm either I'm either deciding between so by the way I do like J.K. Dobbins I'm okay with a Lamar Dobbins stack I don't love it I'm deciding here between Cam Akers and Devin Singletary Zach Moss is out Devin Singletary although he only gets six carries a week that'll double the twelve he'll catch a few passes maybe four or five that's a good value there I'm okay with either Cam Akers or Singletary here let's go let's go um, Cam Akers. Yeah, I like Akers. I like Akers. I think if they're going to be in that game, they need to run the ball and keep Rodgers off the field and Jones off the field. Absolutely. And and by taking Cam Akers here, you know, I, I don't feel obligated to put another Ram in. So I can save some money by, you know, leaving out Woods or, or Cup. Um, but there is going to be a Ram that I will put in here. And this is where we get to the – 
the sexy part of the show. I'm going to go with my value guy. I'm going to tell you that Cooper Cup's injury last week did not look good. Uh, he has not yet practiced this week. So I think Josh Reynolds at 3,200 is absolutely worth it. Um, also, Kevin King on the Packers side is supposed to be out this week. So I think if Reynolds operates as either a, either the pure number two or even as the three, which we've seen him do, I see this as being a, a five-catch week for Josh Reynolds. If he can get in the end zone, this is the value play of the weekend, Josh Love Reynolds. It. Love it. That's how you win your, your, your matchups. So I'm going to then proceed um, and, and take Stephon Diggs. I could go Beasley here, right? Because the, the Ravens are weakest in the slot uh, in terms of their defensive backs. Uh, I'm going to try to start with Stephon Diggs and see if I can work backwards and get some value at tight end. Um, but I do want a piece of that Buffalo offense. Even mm -hmm. if I can get two receivers, maybe I can save up for Beasley in the flex. Yeah. So let's proceed to um, let's proceed to tight end right now. And I'm going into this going, okay, I want value at tight end, right? So, hmm, the, the, you know, as I look at this, Knox has been a good end zone target. Andrews, as we said before, is a nice stack with Lamar, but he hasn't gotten in the end zone like he was last year. Tunyon has been underwhelming. Only three catches or less in his last several games. Higby and Everett, you know, they're, they're rolls of the dice, uh, and then as I, I scroll down, you know, I'm not seeing much. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, hmm. I'm between Dawson Knox, Higby, or Everett. Let's plug da Dawson Knox in now. I'm going to put in my defense, and then I'm going to see where I can play for, from a flex perspective, right? Mm -hmm. If, if I need a little bit more cash, I'll go down to a Gerald Everett or, a, or a Tyler Higby. Uh, if not, then, then I'll stick with, with Dawson Knox. I'll also see, maybe I'm going to work in Cole Beasley or something like that. That's my thought process going into, into this lineup construction. Yeah. And with 11 grand left, it looks like you, you might be able to work that all out. So. Yeah, there's a possibility here because I need to take a piece of the green Bay receiving game. There's a possibility here that I can save enough, and that's in the back of my mind. Can I save enough to maybe take Devontae Adams here at 8,600 still? Do you so really want to risk that against Jalen Ramsey, though? Yeah, you know, but, but, but Devontae Adams is so in sync with Aaron Rodgers right now that it just doesn't matter. Remember, Jalen's not going to follow him all over the field all the time. The, mm -hmm. that, people forget this, that, like, defenses don't play man on every single play, right? Mm -hmm. They mix in zone no matter what. And, you know, receivers are going to get yardage against even the best cornerbacks. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, I don't like these, – these offenses are so good. You know, the only one that, that interests me in paying up for is, is the Packers. If I'm not taking the Packers, I might as well just <laughs> go ahead and take the Rams D. If I'm taking the Rams D, I'm not um, – you know, looking for Aaron Rodgers to have a lot of turnovers, but I am looking for their defense to hold them to, you know, 20 to 24 points. Maybe they get two to four, but it allows me to pay up elsewhere. I'm not counting on a big game. I'm just saying like, 
let me save money here. I don't think there's a defense that's going to go crazy unless the Packers pick six golf. Mm -hmm. So now I'm approaching the flex and I go, Oh shoot. <laughs> I am $100 short wow. of being able to take Devonte Adams. So if I'm not going to be able to take Devonte Adams, I can do one of two things, right? I can downgrade Stefan Diggs, right? Or I can downgrade Dawson Knox, or I can go with Beasley and, uh, in, in, instead of Stefan Diggs here. So I'm going to go and I'm going to downgrade uh, Dawson Knox to uh, Higby or Everett, either one. Uh, and then I'm going to now pay up and get Devonte Adams in there. Now, the strategy to me here is that if I have used, and I think this is really important for a lot of listeners, if I have used all of my salary, odds are that other people are going to have this same lineup. If you happen to win, and that's great, you're going to split $100,000, but you'll probably split it with a lot of people. But if maybe I take Gerald Everett here, and he's less owned than Higby, and I have $300 remaining, this is more likely to be a unique lineup. So, you know, again, we're not saying enter this lineup verbatim. We just wanted to give you guys a, a sense of our thought process around lineup construction and strategy. It sounds like a good plan, Paul. One of the interesting things was that you paid up for Lamar. What changes, though, would you make if you wanted to save a couple of hundred and go with Allen or save, you know, 800 and pick Rogers, which could be attractive if Aaron Donald is out or limited tomorrow? Yeah, it's a really good question. Ant. The first thing I'm doing is that if I don't have Lamar in my lineup, I am probably taking J.K. Dobbins with that. Um, the second thing I'm thinking is that uh, or, or alteration that I would make is uh, if, if I have Aaron Rodgers in my lineup, then I'm probably not taking Aaron Jones. So I'm going J.K. Dobbins and either Cam Akers or Devin Singletary if I want to save space, especially given that I'm, of course, stacking Aaron Rodgers with Devontae Adams. Nice, nice. Now, one other thing, lottery ticket tickets are won and lost by value plays, and that is your jam. For those of us looking for value plays, what are some other ones you recommend? Yeah, so I mentioned Devin Singletary, of course, at 4,500. I think that's a really interesting uh, sort of sleeper play because he is the starter this week. That I mean, maybe they're going to throw in a little TJ Yeldon or Kaiwan Jones or something, but there's no Zach Moss, so he'll see five or six passes his way. He'll get double-digit touches, which he hasn't gotten in – him or Zach Moss have, got, have not gotten in weeks. The other thing I'm looking at here is I am very interested in taking <laughs> an Alan Lazard or a Marquez Valdez scantling here. Mm -hmm. uh, Lazard has uh, had issues since, since he's come back, but he's consistently getting five or six targets. Uh, I think this is a good uh, red zone dart throw with Alan Lazard. You know, Marquez Valdez-Scantling is boomer bust. If you have two lineups, right, you throw Marquez Valdez-Scantling in one of them because he's the lottery ticket within, within the lottery ticket, right? If he <laughs> hits on one and he actually catches the ball, you know, that's a, a massive value play there. Nice. Love that.
Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Hope these uh, lineup recommendations were helpful for you. Uh, go ahead, hit us up in the comment section uh, or hit us up at FCK Podcast on Twitter or Instagram. We are here to help you. Hopefully we have one of our listeners this week hit a 6K uh, or sorry, hit a six figure winning. 6K, six figure. It's all good, baby. As long as they're making money. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Good luck, guys.